0: Perfect Stranglers contains graphic and explicit content suitable for mature listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hi everyone, welcome to Perfect Stranglers. This is Kylie. And I'm Bree. You know what that just reminded me of? Thank you for calling Papa Murphy's in Alaska. This is Kylie. Would you like to hear about our specials? <laughs> Yeah, what do you got on special? Hi, we have a large cowboy on sale. It's our original crust. It is uh, on sale for twelve ninety is red sauce with some mozzarella cheese, pepperoni, sausage, mushroom, black olives with a sprinkle of our urban cheese blend on top. Would you like to go with that today? Hell no. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Still got that down. It sounds gross. It's like the warm flavors. We've talked about this before. It's the warm flavors. Yeah. That I just... No. Do you like pineapple on pizza? I know it's controversial. Do you like it? Mm, that's all right. I wouldn't choose to order
1: it, but if somebody had already ordered a pizza and it was on it, I would eat it.
0: That's how I feel about it. Definitely. I do like a spicy Hawaiian. So if it's canback back Canadian bacon with can uh, pineapple... <laughs> <laughs> so we used to call them at Papa Murphy's some can backs we used to make can back tacos so we would take some can back put some bacon in it and maybe some jalapenos and just like eat it like a taco huh Interesting. Yeah. you know kids at a fast food place anyway yeah. um, a little bit of Canadian bacon pineapple and then maybe some bacon but then jalapeno is the kicker you need some pickled jalapenos on there so it's that spicy sweet situation Mm-hmm. salty spicy sweet yeah really good they Um, have um i I wasn't saying that they have like a pizza here it's at the jolly pumpkin i want to say they have like fire roasted pineapple or like it's like caramelized pineapple something like that on it and it's really good that sounds good yeah do you have a controversial food opinion
1: um i mean not really i'm a white a picky eater
0: yeah Actually, so... I feel like we never discussed that. I feel like we've never discussed that you're a picky eater.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I am.
0: I have the palate of a like, five-year-old, so... Like what? Like, ex- explain to me a common food that people love that you're just like, no.
1: Um, I mean, anything a five-year-old wouldn't eat. So I, do, I don't like seafood. The texture is gross. I don't know how you could eat something that smells like that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like food. Understandable. With I don't like meat with bones in it, so I don't I like. Remember you saying that? Yeah, I don't like traditional wings because of it. I don't like ribs because of it. Um, I will eat um boneless wings, which is basically a chicken nugget. Um, yep. Yep. although I don't like chicken nuggets. <laughs> so figure
0: that out <laughs> <laughs> one time I went on a date with a guy and we ordered wings and I had gone on like a couple other dates with him I'm like friends with him anyway and uh, I took a flat and I just stuck it in my mouth and I just sucked the meat off of it because that's what I do you know I just and you clean off the bone and I, I will never forget his face he looked at me and it looked like he was in love with me but also in fear of his life and yeah. he just went <laughs> you yeah. know That was so hot. (laughs) And I was like, excuse (laughs) me? I'm just doing my own thing, eating wings. But that was the day that I realized that not everyone eats wings like that. They pick it up like a respectable human being on each end, and they eat it like a mini corn on the cab. Yeah, some people do. That's how I've seen most people eat those. I know. I just shove it all in my mouth, and it's...
1: And I've also seen people eat them with a fork. Like... Taking the meat off with a fork and then eating it off the fork (sighs) instead of eating it off the bone.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Those are the pizza. Those are the pizza. Those are the people who eat pizza with a fork.
1: Sometimes you need. It depends on the pizza, but sometimes you got to eat it with a fork.
0: If it's a Papa Murphy's stuffed pizza or even maybe a deep dish pizza that is fresh out the oven. Right. Then you can eat it with a fork. But once it cools down and everything kind of solidifies together, then yeah. you best not have a fork in your hand. It is pizza. It is a finger food. Yeah. It's my hot take on that. <laughs> Anything else you won't eat? Oh, lots of things.
1: I mean, if it's too How do fancy, you feel about broccoli? Broccoli is okay as long as it's not raw.
0: Yeah. So you don't like like a lot of um, like sauces and things cooked in different ways. Like you're more of like a a meat and taters type of gal. Yep. If the meat doesn't have a bone. Right.
1: And it can't be dark meat either. So I'll eat chicken breast, turkey breast, hamburger, and a lean cut of steak such as a filet. And that is it. Wow. And bacon sometimes.
0: I... I literally just posted on my Facebook that I would probably marry it if someone offered me a ribeye that was garlic butter basted and had the fat cap on it and some thick cut bacon, I would probably marry them. (laughs) If they gave me some whiskey balls, I am describing Ron Swanson (laughs) and I understand that, but if they gave me some whiskey (laughs) with it, I'd be like, perfection.
1: Yeah, that's not because I don't drink either, so... (laughs) Again, palate of a five-year-old.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> I would rather Pallet have a grape soda. You know what? But you know what, Brie? That's why we... Ooh, grape soda. Ever taste something so sweet? This is going to make me sound like a psychopath. Have you ever tasted something so sweet that it almost makes you angry? Like it makes you want to hurt someone? Like in your throat, you're just like... Argh! Fruit punch does that to me. Grape soda does that to me. Grape pop. Come on. Great pop. And when I was growing up, we used to make this, this is going to make, this is going to make me sound like I grew up poor, <laughs> um, graham cracker mush, where you take graham crackers and you crunch them up and then pour milk on it and put a little sugar on it okay. and you eat it like cereal. Or like oatmeal, almost? No, no, it's cold. Kind of well, yeah, like coal. Cool. It would and when you you have to eat it really quick so you can still Yeah, you have to eat it really quick so that your graham crackers don't oh, get super I mushy. See. But if your graham crackers do get super mushy, then it's fine. Yes. But they're like, you know how the graham crackers mm-hmm. are long skinny chunks? You would have those chunks put milk on it, a little bit of sugar. That would be too sweet for me as well. And it would make me want to punch someone, but I just fucking love like if I bought a box of graham crackers tonight, that entire box would be gone by the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Because I would just not stop eating graham cracker mush. Hmm. Interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that one might even be a little too bland I don't want to for tell me. you.
0: No, it's not bland though. Because if you get like the honey graham crackers or the cinnamon graham crackers, cinnamon, yes, could do that. See, mm-hmm. graham crackers inherently are sugary. I actually, was just
1: talking to Nicole about this. How, um, what's really good is just if you have like just some vanilla ice cream and you just put um, mm-hmm. like cinnamon sugar on it like how you would do like buttered toast and then with cinnamon Ooh. sugar
0: it's yeah. really good. that would be really good why is a buttered saltine just a superior snack?
1: I don't know I don't like saltines what? <laughs> <laughs> <Hot. laughs> it's a plain cracker mm. It's too icky. What is it about them? Yeah, I I much prefer like a Ritz, something where I can like taste. It doesn't taste like, like a, like nothing, like a communion wafer with salt on it.
0: Oh, speaking of communion wafers, I wonder. I don't know if it was me or if it was my mom. I feel like my mom choked on <laughs> a communion wafer, but maybe it was me. I can't remember. <laughs> me. Someone in my family choked on a communion wafer, but they were up at the front in the pews, you know, you're leaning down, taking your wafer from the guy, whatever he's called in Lutheran. Pastor. Pastor, the pastor. Taking your, yes, taking your communion wafer and taking your sip of wine. And I remember someone in my family had it stuck on the roof of their mouth and they like literally couldn't swallow it down because the communion wafer was like, it's like, it's there. It's the type of, if you've never had a communion wafer, it's like styrofoam. And it if you only get it like slightly damp, not fully wet, it doesn't dissolve and it sticks to the roof of your mouth, especially if your mouth is dry. They got it stuck on the roof of their mouth and they started choking up mm-hmm. front in communion. Does that
1: mean you're not forgiven?
0: <laughs> yeah. I think so. It was probably me. <laughs> <laughs> no soup for you. Nope, <laughs> uh, nope. No. I failed that one, left that one to the little room across the way and went and had a donut and called it a day. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Ah, Hey, we should do housekeeping. Yeah. Hi, guys. Uh, Welcome to Perfect Stranglers. We're going to do housekeeping. Um, We love you and thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you would go to Spotify and hit that five stars at the very top of... The little page, that would be really helpful since you can do that on Spotify now. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and give us that five-star rating and leave a review. That is super helpful to us and lets everyone else who loves the true crime genre go ahead and know that we even have a podcast. So if you could do that, that would be dandy. Um, And then if you want to see more of us or hear more of us, go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Instagram is at perfect underscore stranglers, Facebook is at perfect stranglers, and Twitter is at perf stranglers. And then if you have a story or a recommendation or anything for us that you would like us to hear about, go ahead and email us, contact at perfectstranglers.com dot com, or go ahead and send us a DM on our social medias, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And that's what I got for you today. Okay, so what I got for you today
1: is this flatwoods monster have you heard of it Mm-mm. no okay no all right so picture it september twelfth, okay. 1952 into it it's dusk there's four okay. boys between the ages of 10 and 12 edward May. again i
0: feel i feel like we need to have the crickets and stuff chirping
1: mm-hmm. yeah for sure um edward may freddie may Neil Nunley and Tommy Heyer. So these boys were playing on the lawn of their elementary school in their town called, uh, the school was called Flatwood Elementary School in Flatwood, West Virginia in Braxton County. Suddenly, a bright light appeared above them and it streaked across the sky and it seemed to crash um, into, uh, the hillside on the G. Bailey Fisher's farm. Uh, the boys ran after it to see what it was and the uh, the May boys, their home was on the way through, so they ran in to excitedly tell their mother, Kathleen May, what they had seen. Um, now Kathleen called on a 17-year-old neighbor who was a National Guardsman. Um, his name was Eugene Lemon and she also wrangled the family dog Richie to come with her and the boys and Eugene Lemon to check out whatever the heck this was so uh they got to the site of this crash and they saw what looked like a pulsing red light so when they got to the crash crash um site they saw what looked like a pulsing red light and Eugene Lemon shined his flashlight up the hill and saw what looked like a pair of bright eyes in a tree. Um, But then the entire group witnessed a strange and very terrifying sight. It was a 10-foot-tall creature with a head shaped like a spade uh, and what appeared to be a dark metal dress. Um, It had a blood red... I
0: have to look up what a spade looks like.
1: Yeah, like a spade, like an ace Like a garden spade? Like a s um, on like a deck of cards.
0: Oh, I was thinking a garden spade. I mean, yeah. Or that I guess. A little bit wider. Oh, a that. garden spade is a tall, thin rectangle.
1: I mean it's got a point to it though. So it's like a A garden
0: spade does?
1: Yeah. Are you thinking of a hoe?
0: <laughs> no. Oh, okay. There's a okay, there I see a couple different spades now. Okay, yes. Yeah. Just call me a hoe. <laughs> Accurate. Just kidding, kind of.
1: Okay, so this ten-foot creature thing, whatever it was, with this metal dress, it had a, bl- a blood-red colored body and a green face that seemed to glow. The creature's hands were twisted, and it had claws, and appeared to be, um, and what appeared to be the eyes of the creature glowed with an orange light. It appeared to levitate above the ground, and a weird, sickening mist hung in the air, which smelled like metallic-y. The creature that um, they saw before them hissed and glided quickly toward them, and they turned and ran away, fearing for their life. So, afterwards, um, some of the members of this group that were up on the hill suffered throat irritation vomiting, and nausea for days afterward. Um, These symptoms were passed off as side effects of hysteria or a shared psychosis, but it is also worth noting that these are the telltale signs and symptoms of exposure to mustard gas, which I found interesting. Um, Mrs. May and Eugene Lemon reported this incident to the police who searched the area that night, and they claimed to have found nothing. The next day, September 13th, um, a journalist named Lee Stewart Jr. of the Braxton Democrat claimed to have discovered skid marks in the farmer's field and an odd gummy deposit. And, And also the branches on the tops of the trees in the area where the monster was seen were like scorched or charred. which was later attributed to be like a UFO by UFO enthusiasts to be evidence of a saucer or UFO landing. Yeah. So the authorities interviewed each of the boys individually and had them all draw what they had seen. um, And their drawings all looked remarkably similar. Mrs. May described Mm -hmm. what she saw Um, and uh, to a sketch artist from New York uh, who rendered a famous drawing of the Flatwoods Monster. Eugene Lemon and Mrs. May were also flown to CBS Studios in New York to be interviewed about their experience for national news. Um, The Flatwoods Monster sighting also prompted a US Air Force UFO inquiry, um, which is part of a project called Project Blue Book, if you've ever heard of that. Another sighting um, of the creature with a very similar description to the Flatwoods monster was reported by uh, Mrs. Audra Harper not long before the sighting on the Fisher's Farm, although the date is unknown. So there is a transcript that was typed by Mrs. Harper herself detailing the account of what happened when she spotted something unusual in the woods in nearby heater. West Virginia which is three miles from Flatwood West Virginia Um, the transcript is actually online and I'm gonna read it to you alright so it says okay there are some names redacted here and it it just starts with a J so I'm gonna make up a J name so I'm gonna go with Joe okay one night Joe and I started to the store and were uh, taking near a cut through a field we looked up on the hill and saw a fire. I said, "I wonder who that is up there." She said, "Oh, probably Jess so and so fox chasing," which I don't really know what that is. But I don't, I don't know some southern thing. Wait, okay, <laughs> chasing foxes maybe. I mean, I guess, but who would do that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Yankee, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We blanch, go cow tipping, okay? Right, in my Blanche Devereaux <laughs> voice. I'm a Yankee. All right, so um, she goes on to say, um, "We might have said half a dozen words and glanced back up again, um, and this time it was a ball of fire. This time we couldn't take our eyes away. As quick as quick can be, is what she said. The ball of fire vanished, and a black, tall figure." three heights of a man stood in the same place we started running crossed a barbed wire fence that i never even saw and came to a gate we opened it and uh, joe started to close it it's right behind us she said i didn't think it was possible for it would have had to have run twice the distance we did i turned around and fastened the gate before i looked up there it stood i can't remember any uh, anything but just this huge black shape we turned and ran through the field that in daylight you can hardly find a path between the rocks and boulders Joe had the light and I didn't have any but I never even stubbed my toe I think God must have been directing my feet we made it to the store half scared to death knowing that we still had to return the same way we came tried to borrow a gun but everyone thought we were just imagining things. They didn't believe a word we said. We started back alone but two neighbor boys had come down for a beer or two and they went past and they went back past this awful place with us. To have an experience like this and to have no one believe us was too terrible to bear. Then a woman and some children um, saw a huge form form of a sort at Flatwoods a few miles from us and they even had her on television and wrote a big story about the Flatwoods monster. I know we saw something just as bad. I'm 33 years old and there's no insanity in our family. I think that I'm at least average in smartness but think me crazy if you will. I will never believe anything else. (sighs) So that sounds terrifying. Um, That sounds awful. But also, like, cool, I guess, that she was validated by somebody else seeing it, like, a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, Gosh. So, um, the day after the Flatwoods incident, not the one I just described by Mrs. Harper, but the Flatwoods incident with the boys and the the mom, um, another sighting occurred at a place that was ironically called Strange Creek, (laughs) which is about 20 miles um, south of Flatwoods, West Virginia. Reportedly, um, George and Edith Snitkowski and their 18-month-old son were driving down a rural road between Clay and Braxton County on Route 4 uh, when their car suddenly died. Um, Mr. Snitkowski Uh attempted to restart the car. uh, However, the car would not start back up again. Um, It was nighttime, so it was dark, and they seemed to be um, the only ones out on the road as it was deserted. While the young couple was trying to decide what to do, a terrible, foul, sulfur-like odor filled the air around them, and their baby, who was in the back seat and had been sleeping peacefully, let out a shriek and a terrified cry. An odd bright light lit up the darkness of the deserted rural road before them, and they witnessed a ten-foot-tall creature hovering in front Mm-mm. of their car. The description that the Snikowski's gave was a very similar description um, to the original sighting, except the monster was not described as wearing a spade-shaped hood. Instead, they reported that the creature's head looked rept- reptilian-looking mm. and bony. Mm-mm, mm-mm. after the <laughs> um after staring at the terrifying creature for a moment, it dragged its lizard-like hand across the hood of the car um before making an exit off into the woods. As soon as the monster um, was in the thickly wooded area and out of sight, the car miracul- miraculously restarted again, and the couple sped away from the scene. So during this time, in 1952 there hadn't been a lot of talk about aliens or alien sightings yeah. the roswell incident had happened in roswell new mexico but that was pretty much it yeah the barney um the betty and barney hill abduction incident hadn't happened yet mm-hmm. Rendlesham forest uh incident in england hadn't happened yet and the original Mothman sighting, which also was in West Virginia, yeah, um, about two hours away in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, by car, yeah. uh, wouldn't happen for another 14 years. Um, Is this lizard so people? So aliens and science... Maybe. Um, aliens and science fiction stuff were, like, just starting to become more popular uh, in pop culture at the time in the early 50s. Yeah. Um, but even so, this was a very rural part of West Virginia, and I'm betting that the citizens of that town probably didn't see a whole lot of movies that influenced them. Yeah. Um. But what may have possibly influenced them was the Cold War with Russia. Okay. Um. Three years before the Flatwoods monster sighting, Russia had successfully tested an atomic bomb and there were many anxieties and fears about what type of technological advancements could be used against the U.S. Um, and the Air Force was on a high alert, scanning the U.S. skies for bombers. And also lots of um, conspiracy theories abounded. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact, for me, the fact that there was multiple witnesses on separate occasions that all had very similar descriptions kind of gives it some credence for me. Yeah. Um, Sometimes the Flatwoods Monster is categorized as a cryptid. Yeah. Um, but it is also sometimes categorized as an alien, depending upon who you ask. Um. Personally, I would venture to say it's more of an alien. It sounds more alienish to me.
0: It does. It does. The only thing I'm like, you're lizard people. But what is a lizard person classified as—a cryptid okay. or an alien?
1: Well, yeah. I mean. Reptilians are a race or species of aliens. Okay. um, According to some alien experts, I guess. Okay. Okay. If that's a real thing, I don't know. Yeah. Um, So, a theory that skeptics use to explain these events was that there is a meteor that fell uh, that night in the farmer's field, which does check out. There was a meteor that fell in the area that night. Um, okay. It was seen across Pennsylvania and West Virginia. Okay. And also, they, the, the skeptics' theory is that the red glowing light that they saw was from an aircraft, possibly from the Air Force, that was checking out uh, where the meteor had landed. Okay. Um, but here's the part that doesn't really make sense to me. They said that they think that the... Uh, what the group saw that night was a barn owl. Mm, have you ever seen the staircase? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. It's always a freaking barn owl that they think that they see. Yes. Like, I swear to God. Yep. So, why is it always specifically a barn but, owl? Is it because they look so weird They're or huge. Like, I don't get it. They're huge. And they're more common. True. They do look kind of strange, but... yeah. Um. So they, they they, think that it was a barn owl that got startled um, while being while perched on a tree limb, leading the researchers to conclude that the foliage beneath the owl could have created the illusion of the lower parts of the monster, which is described as having a pleated skirt, okay. dress skirt thing. And um, the researchers also concluded that the witnesses inability to agree on whether the creature had arms combined with um, Mrs. Nay's report of it having small, claw-like hands which extended in front of it mm-hmm. also matched the description of a barn owl with its talons gripping a tree branch. Okay. So, But why did multiple people see and smell it, apparently? And why do they think that it appeared to be ten feet tall and have red on it they saw red coloring on it and also the whole like spade cowl yeah
0: hood thing it's all very weird yeah I don't know I want it to be a cryptid (laughs) selfishly I want it to be a cryptid
1: yeah it would be cool you know if it was like something from like if it because if it's a cryptid it's something from this earth right more than likely yeah yeah hmm so, um, much like the Mothman of West Virginia, the Flatwoods Monster of West Virginia, which is also called Braxy, due to its home in Braxton County, okay. um, lives on in folk legend to this day through the Flatwoods Days Festival. Um, so just the Mothman has has his own festival. So does the Flatwoods Monster. That's fair. Um, fair enough for him, I guess. Yeah. And the Flatwoods Monster uh, also uh, has a its own museum, the uh, Flatwoods Monster Museum in Sutton, West Virginia. Okay. Um, the Braxton County Convention and Visitors Bureau will also give you a free sticker that says "Free Braxy if you take your photo at all five of the wooden Flatwoods Monster chairs around the area.
0: Oh, so that's fun! Like a fun adventure. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's also lots
1: of Flatwoods Monster memorabilia for sale there, including their famous Flatwoods Monster Ceramic Lantern, which is the (laughs) oldest and longest produced keepsake that was originally produced by the Braxton County Junior Chamber of Commerce in the early to mid-60s as a fundraiser. Um, Kathleen May, the mom... Uh, who actually saw the monster said that the ceramic lantern is quote a pretty good likeness of what she saw.
0: Hmm.
1: They're actually really cute. Um, you put a candle in them, mm-hmm. and then its eyes look like they're glowing. Oh, that's cute. I kind of want one. That is kind of cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But so, but anyways, the monster has never been seen or
0: heard from again, except for in local folk legends. That is bizarre the fact that so many people have like yeah. w- like witnessed it during that little spurt mm-hmm. is weird.
1: <gasps> did you did you google it?
0: Yeah, I did. What it looks like? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of I, weird,
1: but also um there's apparently there's also Flatwoods monsters in a video game. Really? Um Fallout 76, yeah. One of the Fallout
0: games. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see how it compares. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So the the Flatwoods monster, to me, looks like it would be what I would describe as, actually, you know what? Have you ever seen Heatmiser from the old Christmas? Yeah. There's a picture I'm looking yeah. at that kind of reminds me of Heat Miser with, like, the hair or whatever. It looks like what a child would dream of a nun, a nun looking like. So, for me,
1: it reminds me of Rosie from the Jetsons. they like made robot.
0: Ooh, yes, I see that.
1: Like, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's kind of robotic, ish.
0: Yep. I'm gonna say alien. I'm gonna go alien on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially with the whole like,
1: like I know that people who have experienced UFO sightings, mm-hmm. um, sometimes exhibit symptoms of, um, having been exposed to, um, like, what is it? Like nu- nuclear stuff? Yeah.
0: Or something? The, um. Like radiation?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like the radiation sickness. Yeah. Um, this one didn't, it wasn't really radiation sickness, but, um, they had those, you know, mustard gas symptoms which i don't know like if i don't know i could see maybe and this is like really like conspiracy theory but like i could see maybe like since it was like the cold war like maybe if they if either our own country of the united states like was like trying to test something in like a place where there wasn't like a ton atomic of people. people. Mm-hmm. Like I know that they did like they've done like desert like atomic bomb tests and stuff like that. Like I wonder if they would do something like I don't
0: know with the mustard gas thing. <sighs> I don't know. There's so many people forget how big the United States is. The United States is mm-hmm. absolutely massive like it's huge and there are a mm-hmm. lot of places that are undiscovered or that people just don't step foot in for a very long time so i could see that's a possibility right or like it was there some kind of was there
1: some kind of farm pesticide chemical thing that they were downwind from or or do meteors stink or did the meteor, was it a meteor and did it have some type of
0: did, did, space
1: chemical I say, do
0: meteors have like chemicals or something that they could emit that could cause someone like to gases? hallucinate?
1: Yeah, I wonder. Or like if it somehow like something on it or in it like reacted, uh, had like a, some sort of like chemical reaction with like our atmosphere
0: or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm sending something in our Perfect Stranglers chat. While we're looking at this, I found a patch that said, "Cryptozoology Tracking Society, Flatwood Monsters, Maiden Voyage Clothing Company." Maiden, maiden, blah, blah, blah. maiden, voyage clothing company makes a bunch of these patches. There's one that says "Forbidden Love" with a Sasquatch arm holding a rose. <laughs> and another one says are they patches like like clothing patches like Girl Scout patches yeah like clo- like
1: you could like make a little sash of them yeah there's like
0: clothing patches they're clothing patches yeah cute super cute that's weird Bree I'm gonna go with alien yeah on it because it's Seems just alien-ish uh, I don't know it doesn't it doesn't it's not screaming cryptozoology to me even though apparently people think think so it's not I'm not really getting that vibe I'm definitely getting alien yeah, vibe yeah I would agree all right Wall stranglers tell us what you think of this is it an alien is it a cryptid let us know in the comments when this episode drops um and let us know what you think and let us know if you've ever seen anything weird in the forest i want to know what you've seen (gasps) please yeah i want to know if anyone's seen anything um... weird in the forest People
1: who visit national parks. There's lots of weird things in national parks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Any park rangers have any stories? Anything like that? Ooh. Ooh, any
0: hunters. (gasps)
1: Hunters spend a lot of time in the forest. They do. Or
0: if you're a hunter and you've ever seen anything weird on your trail cam, send it to us.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you tell us, but then if you can. Send us a picture. Send us a video. Yeah. Send us a video of what you saw on your trail cam. I want to know. That would be cool. Those are really fun TikToks to watch, too. Trail cam TikToks.
1: Yeah. Yep. Even if it's, like, just, if it's, like, something normal, like, I want to see, like, a huge bear that you saw on your trail cam.
0: That's cool. I love the TikTok videos where a guy will find another guy or a hunter will find another hunter's trail cam and start, like, doing weird poses to it, like a, like a, (laughs) um, a boudoir photo shoot in front of it and whatever. Yeah. I love those. (laughs) It's funny. Yeah. Um, but let us know that and then drop us a line and um, or email us contact at contact at perfectstranglers.com and uh, we will then chat with you next Thursday. Bye, everyone.